when it was announced that the drum print edition was closing down in August 2020. I read the email and I broke down and cried. It was the magazine I'd loved since I was a teen. And when I finally got to work for as a young 23-year-old, we were now going fully digital, which is amazing. However, our team was being cut significantly. And whether I'd have a job at the end of those cuts wasn't guaranteed. Days went by and I wasn't coping. I cried like a baby almost every time I thought about being jobless. But don't get me wrong. I'm a creative and I knew I'd surely get another job. But what hurt was that I was losing this job. One I had worked so hard to be great at. Weighed down by uncertainty and an insane amount of stress and my father's insistence, I decided to go home to Durban for a while during the lockdown. It felt like utter failure, even though I was sure I'd be back in Cape Town soon enough. To give context, I left home at the age of 22, confident and ready to take on the world. And now I was coming back, scared and unsure of what my near future would look like. I never saw myself living with my parents again, but I did for a whole three months. But the experience wasn't what I expected at all. I grew closer to my father and my little siblings, and most surprising of all, my stepmother, who I never really got to know before. The experience gave me clarity, a sense of peace, and gave me an opportunity to make different choices about how I want my life to pan out. It gave me an amazing sense of community, that I still keep with me even now that I'm in my own apartment again and in a new role in our new structure here at DRUM. Although this was just a three month long experience for me, I know a lot of my colleagues either have never left home in the first place or went back home at some point. And they have a lot of stories to tell about what success looks like. It's not about you still living with your parents at whatever age, or you having to scale back and go back to your parents' house. It's about achieving your goals, and it's not tied to any job, actually. But before I get carried away, here they are to tell their own story. Let me see you all like you are around to see I'm wearing a sportini. That's how bad my life is. I'm in my PJs. I'm not wearing, wearing a bonnet. So, this hey. is, this is, this is <laughs> how I am like the entire day. That's Lasse Homkeze, a content producer at U Magazine, begging me to put my video on because we haven't seen each other in almost 10 months because of COVID. Um, so I had been away from home for like four years and I was living at varsity. Um, so I obviously went fresh out of high school and then I went into varsity and then I was living on my own for a while, a while obviously being that four years. And it was the best experience ever. Like there was just so much freedom, obviously. <laughs> 
Um, but I think the best part for me was the learning and the unlearning, the becoming and the unbecoming, and more than anything, just becoming independent. I think for the longest time, if I had always just, I'd always been like independent growing up because I am firstborn. Um, but in general, living on my own just meant that I was my own responsibility. Like no one was going to say at a specific time, it's like, oh, you need to eat and, 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 and. So it was, it was different. It was very difficult at first. I remember the first time I had to go grocery shopping and I didn't know what to get. I literally just got luxuries, which was mad crazy. <laughs> because yeah, who lives on chocolates and cereals for a whole month? <laughs> so it was, it, was, it, it was a crazy experience. But obviously, as time went by, I learned to understand that, look, you actually have to get actual food. You need to buy actual toiletries. You need to have clothes and underwear and, and, and like really small things that you didn't necessarily... Um, describe or see as significant but you realize that they were really important and so living by myself was super cool um but because i was still in the same city as my parents that often come home and i think for me even during that that time when i would come home there was such a huge i don't know gap because then i could it, it's like it's like leaving a place and then you come back to it and you realize oh my god it's still the same yet so much of you had changed and so that's that's what i i that's what would happen every time I'd come home, maybe when we were on a break at Varsity, um, when we were on December holiday. And being home was always just very awkward for me because it was like I had unlearned so many things. And then coming back home just felt like taking a hundred more steps backwards compared to where I was when I was living on my own. So Lesejo was still studying, living at Riz and working. But when COVID happened, she and many students across the country had to pack up and go back home. Now, the thing with lockdown level five was that you not only had to live at home, but you had to work there too. And for Lesejo, this was a life-changing experience and she had many meltdowns. Many meltdowns because I was like, I cannot live at home. I cannot live at home. I cannot be home. But eventually she accepted the situation but just a few weeks in, she and multiple members of her small family contracted COVID-19. Oddly enough, I could hate myself for saying this in the future, but the best part was us also contracting COVID-19. And that also really helped us like come together as a family because it was when we realized that we could lose each other that, that we were like, oh, snap, you know, like... I could wake up tomorrow morning and my mom could be gone or they could wake up tomorrow morning and I could be gone. And it was just like such like an awakening experience for us. Like it helped just knit us just slightly more tighter, like much, much, much tighter than before. Yeah. So uh, that's interesting that you brought up the COVID thing. How did you guys manage space? <laughs> Yo, because I think under normal circumstances, yeah. I mean, we don't live in mansions. I, I would, I would love Thanks. to. But <laughs> um, so, how do you manage, you know, your own space and your yeah. family also not being used to having you around anymore? And now you're back. Yeah. In terms of space, it's non-existent. That's another thing Ikoro and I didn't think about when they were thinking about Sabah. Hey, because we don't have space here. <laughs> so true. So true. We don't have space here. We don't have space in our home. Um, and so 
Um, I obviously have my own room and my sisters share their room together and my parents have their room. So 100% of the time when we had COVID, I had to stay in my room and whenever we'd move around. So here's how it actually happened. My mom and my dad and I, three of us contracted COVID. My sisters, I don't know how, but they didn't. They tasted negative, luckily. Um, and also because my older sister was, um, well, my older sister, my younger sister, the one behind me, she's in matric. So it was a bit of a very touchy-goey kind of situation at the time. Um, and so we'd navigate the house with sanitizers. Um, we had our own cutlery. We basically like adhered to like the, the, the rules and the guidelines that people with COVID had, um, and so that was very helpful also. So staying in your room. Um, unfortunately, we don't have two bathrooms. So we had to use like um, the same bathroom. But obviously we had to use a whole lot of disinfectant, which made our hands extremely dry and made your nose extremely dry because the spirit smells, smells so, so strong. Um, but I think that was the only disadvantage of having to disinfect everything all the time. Um, what else? Okay, so I have my room, and I think I 100% tell my parents and my siblings, and now they finally get in there, understand it months later that I'm in a meeting and I'm working and I can't do this. So that's how we respected each other. Um, my mom was also working from home, but, um, and she was, she would be in different areas and sometimes that would cause an issue because sometimes she'd be downstairs and other days she'd be in her room and because she was basically working in a call center it was really loud because she spoke really loud so that was the biggest issue um i don't know if that answers your question about space and definitely yeah yeah after the break why black tax can be worse when you live at home full-time and how to finally leave home. Did you know Drum Magazine is now fully digital? Yes, our content is now at the touch of your fingertips. Simply download the News24 app, register to create your profile, click on Discover, and choose the Drum logo to read our content. Alternatively, visit drum.co.za. See you soon. Thank you so much for um agreeing to talk about this for the second time because we already did a story like two years ago or was it a year ago i don't know i don't have concept of time anymore but um just months ago actually a couple of months ago (laughs) that's crazy it feels like years ago but i guess that's just how things are now that's bonolo segudu content producer at drum magazine we did an article together I believe now a few months ago, on how hard it was for her to drink wine midday without her mother judging her too harshly. It was entertaining and hilarious. You should check it out on our site. Have you have you ever actually left home before? No, hey, I think my mom and I have always been like in each other's spaces, I guess. Um, I've never left home this, yeah, ever. Always come back home, go to school, come back home, go to work, come back home. That's how it's always been. And how have you dealt with the pressure of you have to leave home? Because I think a lot of, um, I don't know about African women, because I feel like the only time we really leave home is when we get married. 
usually. Sure. But have sure. you ever felt pressure as a working woman to now leave home, either by friends or even society? It's so strange that, you know, um, I started working when I was literally 18. I was already working and I was studying at the same time. And I think because I started so young, I never really entertained the idea of, oh, my goodness, I need to move out. I've always wanted to stay at home. Right. So but as I got older, things started changing with friends getting married um most of my friends would like get move out only when they they get married so i think that's always at the back of my mind although i have not really <laughs> actively thought about it or obsessed over it but i've thought oh okay i guess that's going to be how things are going to be for me um because my mom I can't leave my I can't leave my mom alone at home. So it means when I get married, then that's the only time I'll think about having my own home and all of that. So yes, years went by. Um, I'm not eighteen anymore. I'm like twenty five, and then I go I turn thirty. Then that's when it's like, oh my goodness, this <laughs> this ring ain't ain't coming anytime soon. So you know, what does this mean for me? And then society pressure you start thinking about those things as well to say oh, what is what is really my plan you know um am i gonna live with my mom forever i think that was the, really the first time i started thinking about about the whole thing which was a year ago so seeing how you've been living for the past 30 years how do you think you'd feel when you do find someone and you have to move out and and you know, not be with your mom and be in a new place and have another home how do you think you're going to cope with that and how will how do you see it affecting your sense of space and your sense of um placement sure why i promise you i just got teary this question i don't know it hit some way i got really emotional you know this question is ah anyway so it's so weird that i'm actually speaking about this for the first time it's it's something i've i've, I've been thinking about um, especially during lockdown. I think maybe if you allow me to backtrack and just speak about, you know, the experience during lockdown. So, yeah. <laughs> um, listen, um, lockdown hit March um, and I, I I wasn't having it. Um, at the time, my, my brother was home and then there was my mom um, and we're just in each other's faces. Like, you know, when you go to, to the kitchen, you're trying to make a sandwich, this one is you know, standing by the sink, you have to ask, you know, for excuse me, like, can I get the knife type of thing? And, you know, you just feel like you don't have your own space. And, and I remember thinking to myself, I'm too old for this. And I think for the first, first, first time, I started having a healthy conversation, not out of guilt, because previously, when I would think about, oh, um, having my own, I guess, life outside of home, I would feel so guilty, you know, or like, oh, yeah. my, so what's going to happen to my mom? But for the first time, I think I had a really healthy conversation about it. And um, anyway, lockdown happened and I don't know, it just shook up. It took us a while, my mom and I, to adjust to, you know, seeing each other so often because one, 
she wouldn't understand that I have to work. She's so used to having, when, when I'm home, it means we catch up, we talk, whatever, we can have conversations about Moja Love and the dramas that she always watches and all of that. And it's like, no, this is Bonolo work mode. Like, I don't want to talk right now. And, and I think one of the things that I've actually mentioned before is like, I really want to have a glass of wine and I don't want to be made to feel guilty about that. Like, I really want to have this glass of wine. And it's like uh, five minutes to one. And I still want to have this, this glass of wine without having to feel guilty that my mom will judge me or will tell me not to, to have it. So all of those things, when they ha were happening, I started saying to myself, I, like, I'm too old to be asking for permission to drink wine or to be feeling ashamed about, you know, about something so so simple, you know. One advantage to living at home that many people will tell you is that they don't have to pay rent at all, which usually means that they save a lot. But for Bonolo, however, this hasn't been the case. <laughs> this is so strange. It's so strange that you say this because, oh my goodness, I've always looked, I'm always looking at people who live alone or who move out early, and I think to myself, oh my goodness, like my finances would be at, at, at such, you know, a better, I'd be in a better position financially, you know, because I don't have to worry about doing so much. So that's how I've always thought of it because uh, my mom doesn't work. Um, I take care of home, basically. Um, any renovations, I'm a bit obsessed with, you know, my space. So Anything that has to be done, I know. From the age of 18, I knew how much a bag of cement was. I knew how much a brick cost. So I've always been that girl. You've been working for how many months now? Nine? Yeah, literally. Wait, 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 hold up. No, actually, I've been working for 10 months. <laughs> wait. <laughs> And in that time, you haven't decided to move out of home as people normally do once they get a job. They're like, you know what? I'm out of here. Why haven't you um, made that decision? Well, to be honest with you, I mean, it's definitely something that I've been thinking about, obviously, ever since I started working in April. And, um, you know, the lockdown happened. Um, and then I, I pretty much just got into a space of just being tired of being at home. And I was like, hey, let me just wait it out. You know, like, let's, let me just give it this whole entire year. Let me stay the year with my family. And then hopefully next year, I'll, um, I'll find a place and eventually move out. And also, I think for me, because I've always lived at home, even when I was a student, um, you know, I didn't live at res. I'm so sorry. That, mm, mm, mm. Can you hear the dog barking? I mean, dogs really aren't for podcasts, hey? They just wait, <laughs> they wait until you're recording and then just go off. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm so sorry. Um... Alutum Bendeni has been on our team for a total of 10 months now. And she's already at the point of looking to move out of home as soon as she can. And why do you feel the need that, like, now you're... Um, working is that kind of a prerequisite to having to move out of home do you think that there's pressure for you now to move out of home or is it a personal decision for yourself it 
it's definitely a personal decision let me tell you if it was up to my parents i would live at home until i was like 40 or something <laughs> just the idea of me moving out pretty much scares them right and um for me i'm the one putting pressure on my parents to be like hey listen i'm gonna move out soon you guys should be okay with that i'll be fine i'll do fine um I have to, you know, I have to just gain my own independence. Um, you know, sometimes we think that we're independent because we're working, but we're still living at home. So we're not quite sure if we actually can, um, you know, stand the test of time of just living on your own, worrying about rent and, and groceries and, and, and water and electricity. Um, so I'm like, hey, listen, I want to stress about these things. Don't worry about me. <laughs> um, as soon as I move out, I'm sure I'll do fine. But it's not been, I, I don't feel pressured um, to move out because my parents are so relaxed with me being at home that the thought of me not being at home um, pretty much just scares them. It's scary. For everyone, whether you're moving back home with your parents after they thought you'd finally spread your wings and left the nest, or whether you're moving out for the very first time, COVID has changed so many of us. I've learned that it's okay to start over and make different choices. It's okay to take refuge in family when the world feels like it's ending. Bonolo, Aluto, and Lasejo have learned to pursue their own lives wholly and fearlessly to finally spread their wings and take the plunge into the unknown. Um, COVID has done to a lot of people. It made you think um, about pursuing yourself or your life viciously. And for me, that's uh, at least for me, that's, that's, what ha- that's what's happened. Um, I started thinking about... Uh, if if something what do i really want to do you know um what kind of life do, would i would i want to have and where to from here with everything that's happened what's going to change going forward and um i kid you not i kid you not i wish i could i could actually show you so i'm sitting in a room it's an outside room it's always been my room so the outside rooms, my, my, my brother lives in one and the other one is mine, but I've never really done anything to it. Um, and during lockdown, I just decided I needed my own space and I decided to renovate the space. So mm-hmm. where I'm sitting right now, I have my own space. Smolangana, uh, cute the little things. I think we, as soon as you walk in, I, you, I can see myself basically in this space because it's my space and I had to create it, this space to feel sort of sane. And I think having this space has also made me think about, okay, I might not have a house right now or I might not know when I'm going to move out, but what do I do in the moment because I've really thought about it and this is what I want to attract in my life. So next to where I'm sitting, Pam, there are like boxes. So <laughs> I, like I'm telling you the honest truth, there are boxes, right? So how long has it been in lockdown? It's nine, nine months, right? Yeah, since March. Since March. So every month since maybe I think June, I've been buying kitchenware every month since lockdown i've been buying kitchenware last week i I went out i thought i was going to get a cute dress for christmas 
I didn't, I got mugs. Um, I got mugs, I got, I got plates, I've got casserole dishes. I even got like, a, I've got boxes here next to me, glasses. Like I've been literally making a collection every month. I've been making a commitment to buy something for my house because listen, the time is is here basically for me to, to go. It's, it's, I cannot make excuses anymore. So I think that's where I am with it. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is hosted by me, Pam Magwaza. Our executive producer is Charlene Rolls. Special thanks to Aluto, Lesejo, and Bonolo for sharing such intimate details of their lives with us. And thank you for listening. Happy 2021 and stay safe.